Welcome to the Wellness Business Breakthrough Podcast, your trusted source of proven business and marketing tips tailored specifically for the wellness industry. If you're a massage therapist, acupuncturist, naturopath, homeopath, energy healer, if you're a wellness practitioner, no matter the modality, if you want to grow your business, attract more clients and keep them coming back, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Wow, it's been a while, hasn't it? Hello and welcome to the New Look podcast. This podcast used to be called the Make Money with Massage podcast, and now, of course, it's coming back to you as the Wellness Business Breakthrough podcast. Different name, same great content. And hi, I'm Tim Cooper. And the reason why I've been quiet is I've been going through a bit of a transitional change in my life. I'm moving out of massage and into teaching. Well, not totally out of massage. Obviously, I've got to stay hands-on. So my schedule has changed to the point where I'm only in clinic two days a week and teaching three days a week. And I'm really, really excited because now it's my time to pass on my hard-earned knowledge to others coming up and into the industry. And it's a very exciting time for the industry. I believe there's a massive change. I believe People are getting tired of conventional medicine, they're getting tired of all the pharmaceutical drugs, and they are looking for natural alternatives. So it's a great time to be in the natural therapies, natural wellness industry. Now, what happened recently is I spent three full days in college teaching these students business planning and marketing, and I was sharing with them what I share with you on this podcast. I'm sharing with them the real world stuff, the stuff that works, not the textbook stuff not the theory, the real, in the trenches, out there doing it, stuff that works. And it was really, really, really exciting stuff. Now, today's episode is all about how to make the coupons, you know, the deals sites work for you. Now, this is something that I have got no personal experience in because it's something, to be honest, that doesn't really sort of appeal to me. But I understand that there are people out there who want to do this and who want to know more about it. So in order to cater for everybody, I have organized to speak to somebody who knows their stuff. Her name's Kath Cox, and she has had great success getting Groupon to work for her and her business. And so in today's interview, we're going to go deep into how to get Groupon to work for you. But before we get into that, here's a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com. Make sure you go take a look at all the videos, courses, resources, and tools. New content is being added regularly, so make sure to check back often. I offer a full range of services from business and marketing coaching, website design, and copywriting. My tools include a complete set of professional massage forms, plus I've got online courses to help you grow and manage your business. Once again, go check out all the goodies over at wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com. Now, I always like to make sure that I'm providing useful information. So if you have a question you'd like addressed on the show, please send me an email at tim at wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com. That's tim at wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com and I'll get that answered for you. Also, if you believe you have something of value to share with my listeners, please email me and we'll organize to get you onto the show. Now, before I go on, I have to give a shout out. This is a much belated shout out. But as I said, if you leave a five-star review, then you send me an email with your country and I will give you a shout out on the show. And Matt, I'm so sorry because a couple of episodes have gone out since you gave this review and I was a little bit 
no, Slack. I didn't give you the shout out. So here it comes now. So to Matthew Scott, thank you so much, mate. You, you, know, you, you follow me religiously on Facebook. You're always liking my posts. You've given me a five-star review for this podcast and you say, excellent resource. Tim has put together an excellent resource for emerging and established massage therapists. Each podcast is both practical and relevant. Thanks for helping me move forward with my dreams. Matthew, you are more than welcome. I'm so pleased and honoured that I can help you move forward. And as with everybody, this is all about you. This is all about helping you achieve your goals, achieve your dreams. It's all about you making money and staying in business. Like You're going to help a lot more people if you are profitable, if you're making money. Okay, without any further ado, let's jump over to that interview. Today we're joined by Kath Cox. Now, Kath has been a licensed massage therapist in Colorado since 1999 and is the creator of Booked and Busy in 90 Days System. Her mission is to heal the world by inspiring independent massage therapists to build thriving practices of their own so they can work authentically for as long as they desire. She currently provides Ashiatsu barefoot deep tissue massage exclusively in her private practice. And with that being said, I'd like to welcome Kath to the show. Welcome, Kath. Tim, thank you so much. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you going? Doing great, thank you. That's great to hear. We've got some very interesting things to discuss today because we're probably entering in, in, into an area that there's lots of controversy about this. You know, some people have got very negative connotations about this subject and obviously some people have found it works quite well for their for their business. So... Before we get into the details of how people can use these discount coupons like Groupon and Scoupon to successfully grow their business, could you just give us a little bit of a, a background about you and, and, and where you're coming from and where you've been? Absolutely. Um, I had started my own practice right out of school and had done pretty well at it for about six years. And then the salon that I was renting from closed and my husband decided to go back to school and I ended up with an opportunity to teach high school so I could have a regular paycheck, which I have to say sounded appealing, you know, considering the circumstances. And so I uh, pursued that opportunity for six years and decided that I really preferred practicing massage and so decided to go back to that. And since I had started my own practice previously, and it had taken some time to build, I chose to work for employers instead, because I didn't really uh, feel like I was in a position to do that you know, long building process. But after a couple of years working for other people, I had developed a chronic low back injury, just, you know, the volume that was required. Um, but it was just more than I could physically pull off. And so I thought, well, maybe I just need to find some other vocation. So I, you know, did a little research and everything that I was interested in either required more school, which I was not the least bit interested in, or just didn't really pay very well, and I wasn't interested in that either. So I, uh, you know, had seen the ads for um, Ashiatsu training in, uh, you know, the trade magazine that I get bi-monthly, and thought, well, maybe I could just do that. 
And so um, I did. I took the training and I opened my business with a couple of part-time jobs to keep me, you know, afloat while I got going. And Tim, I marketed my butt off. I went to fire stations. I went to gyms. I did other kinds of networking and flyers anywhere I could think of. And just all the typical, you know, marketing techniques that I had learned in school that I had seen, you know, in the tribe magazines and online. And about three months in, I mean, I was going down. It was sad. And I was already working two part-time jobs and just could not justify taking up another part-time job so I could pay the rent for a space that I wouldn't even have time to work in. It just didn't make any sense. And um, an acupuncturist that um, we sh- we had um, like a shared lobby with the treatment rooms around it. We we're all independent providers. She had used Groupon and she was pretty happy with it. And I had resisted it because I had heard horrible things where you get, you know, so many people redeeming vouchers, you don't have any openings to rebook them, and it only attracts cheap people, and I had not heard anything positive about it at all. But, you know, I didn't, I had nothing to lose at that point. I was, I was going down. So I decided to go ahead and run a Groupon deal, and five months later, I stopped the deal and was pretty much fully booked. Mm. Awesome. Okay, so <clears throat> the the resistance to running these sorts of deals, as we spoke in our pre-interview chat, is that we feel that all we're doing is once again filling our filling our books with cheap massage and our cut really it's insulting to a therapist and we we're, we're we're worried that yes we're only going to be attracting bargain hunters discount hunters people who aren't going to show us any loyalty people who've got a drawer full of these coupons who will just go from therapist to therapist Therapist to therapist, just redeeming coupons, and and look, no doubt you, know, you you probably get those sort of people, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think a lot of those people legitimately want to get massage on a regular basis, but don't feel that their budget allows for it, and so that's why they utilize Groupon and other such discounted um, services. And I mean, it is part of the deal. I'm not going to make it sound like you won't see any of those people because you will. But what I also found is that there are a lot of people who are seeking a massage therapist that they want to see regularly using these sites because there are a lot of massage therapists on them. Um, But they don't want to plunk down that, I don't know, the going rate here in Denver is probably approaching $75 for a 60 minute. I would say that's probably middle of the road. You know, because it's such a personalized service and, you know, they want to feel comfortable with the therapist. They want to uh, have whatever, you know, their needs are addressed Mm. and they um, just don't want to be spending, you know, that big chunk of money every time they try someone out. So they uh, will use Groupon 
to kind of test drive therapists until they find someone they like. Mm. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense too. And that's what I, I say to people is that, you know, massage is like an experiential thing and, and nobody is going to know what you do or how well you do it or what the results you're going to get unless you get them on the table. And so you're going to have to, like even in, in all, the, all, the, all the marketing coaching and business coaching that I do with my clients, I so say you're going to have to have some sort of strategy to encourage people to come and try you or you know, at least get the word out that, you know, that you're good. So, so for sure. Now, also what I'm picking up and what, what I picked up in our, uh, in our pre-interview chat was that you were already an experienced therapist before you went into the, you know, the group on deal. Now, where would somebody who is basically almost fresh out of college wanting to start a, a clinic and they've got no real experience, their, like their, 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 their confidence is probably not there because they, they're not really sure about what results they're going to get because they're, they're fresh and this is this is what we see, and this and this is probably where a lot of the negative connotations come from as well. Is, is these our our brand new therapists who probably need a bit of time in the industry to be nurtured and uh, and and guided and and uh, you know and encouraged, and they and, and they go out into their own business very quickly and they run these these deals and without the skills and without the confidence then they find themselves in a hole. So would you say that, that you, you shouldn't sort of look at a, a group on until you have some sort of established confidence that you, you know your treatment style and you know your results? Is that something that you'd, you'd say or is this something that anybody can do? What I would say is doing a group on is going to bring in so many more clients so much more quickly that it actually really helps me build confidence. I had a lot of traditional massage experience, but I was brand new to Ashiatsu. And because it's done with the feet, it's just quite different than what most people, you know, envision a massage being. I was having a hard time getting people to be open to trying it and knew that if I didn't get enough people on my table, I was never going to get really good at it. So honestly, I think it's exactly the opposite, Tim. I think it gives you a lot of opportunity to work with different kinds of clients and, you know, kind of the trial and error process that we all go through, you know, figuring out our communication style and our, um, you know, marketing style and those kinds of things. I think it actually really accelerates that process. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but obviously for this to work, you've got to have some sort of system in place and you've got to obviously be comfortable asking for a rebooking otherwise this whole process is not really a business building process and it's just going to you know to wear you out at a very cheap rate so what is the strategy that somebody has to employ to get this to work well i think the strategy piece there are to me, there are like three main parts. One is there has to be an actual goal or objective. Like I want to be seeing 25 clients a week, right? Something mm-hmm. measurable that you're actually moving toward. 
Um, I think also it's really important in the description of the uh, deal to have it targeting the kinds of people you want to work with. If it just, you know, talks about, I mean, if your um, specialty is relaxation massage, you want to really make that description enticing and make people who are looking for that want to call you. Mm. If you're doing something that's more, say, injury or maybe sports-based, you want to use messaging that is going to attract those kinds of people. Just having a general description is going to bring lots of one-and-gone people, most Mm -hmm. definitely. And you also need some kind of incentive. And I like what you said about um, rebooking people. Um, I mean, just simply asking, (laughs) (laughs) you know, makes a big difference. But also, um, at least in my experience, and again, I think this is probably more along the lines for someone who is new to private practice, perhaps more than someone who's more established, at least in you know, a location they've been for a while, et cetera, um, that having some kind of membership or loyalty program or packages to steer people toward will really appeal to those people who are wanting to come in on a regular basis. Okay, cool. So as far as membership deals or loyalty, so would it be like going to the coffee club and getting your card stamped and after you have 10 coffees you get a free one or um, building up packages that are multi, multi-treatment multi packages at a, at a discount. Is this what you're sort of talking about offering? It's exactly what I'm talking about offering. And, I mean, as we all know, the more often people come, the better results they get. And the better results they get, the more they're going to come in. So... Um, it's you know kind of a positive feedback loop. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's very it's very important. Like I I talk about pre-framing. A lot of a lot of therapists have issues moving forward with the, you know, with the client, or there's there's a there's a breakdown in the expectation. So basically the now, the client's expectation, especially if they haven't had massage before or, or depends on what their idea of, of massage is, is, and this is, this is probably why people get this, you know, these one-and-done type situations, is that the client comes in and, and believes that they're going to be fixed in one treatment. And mm. then, the, and then the, the, the therapist doesn't say anything. The therapist just goes through the, you know, the, the process of treating the client. And then at the end, when they're asked, now, do you want to rebook? Like the client goes, what do you mean we book? I'm, I'm fixed, aren't I? Like you've, like you've treated me. And so I think what, you know, what's important in this, in this process, for, for if you're going to be doing these sorts of deals, any sort of deals, with, you know, whether it's Groupon, Scoopon, whether you're doing your own discount uh, specials or whatever, is that at the end of the day, you've, you really want to, Turn that person into a client, and, and you would educate them. And my my clients are told even before they get on the table. So the first time they come in, and, and we start talking about what their issues are, and obviously I specialise in, in in pain and injury and that sort of stuff. But even before they get on the table, when we're talking about their you know, their problems, I say, look, what usually happens with people who have you know, similar issues to you is what I find is that we need at least 
four treatments, one week apart to start with, and then we can start to to space out those treatments to 10 days, two weeks, whatever. But the point is, before they even get on the table, the expectation of they're not going to get the result in one treatment has been planted. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And I think I think that I think the whole the whole crux of making any of these systems work is just having feeling comfortable and and confident and saying like if you've got a, if you've got an issue either with your if, if you think you're too expensive <laughs> right then your clients are going to pick up on they, they probably won't pick up that oh this no this person feels that they're too expensive but they will feel, they, they will pick up on the simple fact that you you get uncomfortable when, it, when when you come talking about your fee or or, or rebooking or your packages and so you've got to be very very comfortable and confident in what you're offering, why you're offering, and the value that you're, that you're offering the client. Oh, I absolutely agree. And as I said before, you know, just having the opportunity to say all that stuff to lots of different people really helps you hone that message pretty quickly. Mm. So what is the average... What what can a therapist get per client on a on a group on deal? Is it set or is it is it something that you have to negotiate with the company? My understanding is that you can negotiate. So if you are confident in your negotiations, just as we were just talking, right? If you're not confident in your negotiation, I'm not sure it's really worth doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, but if you're if you're a confident negotiator, then um, I certainly would encourage uh, encourage people to to go that route because typically it's a 50-50 split um, and plus the credit card processing. So in my, at least in my experience, what I received was 47.5% of the total sales of mm-hmm. the deal. And you get it whether people come or not. There's about a 10% um, Yep. I don't know what you'd exactly call it. About 10% of people who purchase the deal never show up. Yep. So, you know, that's that's free money, although, you know, perhaps it's not a lot, but it does um, actually, in the course of your um, whole campaign, bump up your fee per session that you actually perform a little bit. Mm. Mm. I suppose the whole thing has to be managed, especially if you're renting a room and you've got, got overheads. You've got to make sure that... You don't bury yourself, right? So, that, you know, especially if you've got, you know, if you if you've got to pay for for a reception or a or a virtual assist, like like a, a virtual receptionist or whatever, uh, you know, your rent, you know, you you've, you've you've really got to get your coming com, coming back to the the business management side of it now and working out how much does it cost me a week or a month to run my business. And and is this going to to cover that, or am I going to run at a loss? And so, therefore, if I'm going to run at a loss, but I can see that it's a short-term thing because I'm going to get these people, I'm going to get a percentage of people rebooking at full price or on packages in the future. Do I have the money in the bank to carry me? But the point is that yeah, you you're going to find yourself in a very very um, awkward and uncomfortable situation 
if you go into if you go into this deal only to find that it's it's taking up all your time and you're not making money to make to make ends meet and then all of a sudden you you're out of business and and you're no good to to anybody so they you know, the whole the whole concept I, I would I would say that this is something that you can't rush into well I mean I would disagree yeah. <laughs> In my experience, the best way to start a massage practice is to have a part-time job that you are, you know, is quite reliable and start small. That's just in my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take a lot of time as far as, you know, going to your, you know, stable or whatever job and then, you know, accommodate clients whenever you can, not just when you feel like it, but it's going to be a, a process and it's going to be um, some hard work, certainly at the beginning while you're, you know, um, kind of juggling both. But that way you're uh, covering your living expenses and earning enough to cover your business expenses. And it won't just be with, you know, discounted clients. I mean, the thing with Groupon is once it's all set up, you don't have to do anything else. They just go online, buy the deal, and book an appointment. So you have more time freed up to pursue other marketing, which I highly recommend. I don't think a new business should ever rely on one thing. It does, unless it's, unless it's keeping you completely full and you don't need to do any other marketing. Um, but not everyone on your table is going to be a discounted client. But having those payments coming from Groupon, at least in my experience, is going to keep you going so you can work on building the clientele, keep the doors open, and then ideally gradually cut back on that part-time or you know whatever that other uh, job is while your practice becomes busier and you can devote more time to that. Mm-hmm. But what happens for the ones? Okay, so, so that that that's great for for somebody coming in and starting a new business. And I give exactly the same advice you know, that you, you know, you've got to don't don't quit your, your other job until your massage business or whatever business. Like saying, where whenever you are transitioning, like saying, like at the moment I'm transitioning from clinic to teaching, but I'm not giving up clinic and obviously the teaching is is going to be you know, more regular than, than clinic probably but whenever whenever you're transitioning from from one to another it, you, you you just can't cut the 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 money stream the money making stream off just to pursue your new venture you've you've got to transition and, and that's fine and yeah i i agree wholeheartedly there but where does somebody who's got um, an established business, who's, who's, who maybe maybe they've uh, they've they've relocated? I've I've had to do that. I've I've I relocated my my clinic. I don't know how many kilometres away from you know, from where I from where I was to where I moved to. I moved from basically one one end of the city to the other end of the city. Um, what about people who have already made that transition and now are working predominantly well basically their massage business is their predominant income right so they're basically starting over well either basically starting over or maybe something something maybe uh 
something has happened as far as the 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 client acquisition. Maybe they they used to partner with a couple of personal trainers, or or they used to have doctors referring to them. But but some but something has happened, and that and that stream is either you know slowed down or dried up, and they've got to find new clients quickly. So okay. so but that's what I'm saying is when you're if you're so we're coming to a point where your main income is 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 via massage, and and, and you really don't have any other side gigs, the management of these sort of deals has to be managed. Otherwise, you, you know, you're in all sorts of strife. And I've, and I've actually had friends in that in that position. And the the, the question I have too is that you know, when you negotiate, because you don't want to say if you you only want to do 25 massages a week, which you know, for most people. That's that's a that's a lot of massage. Like you know, we know, massage is really really tough on the body, right? So mm-hmm. so you so you don't want to do forty hours a week of massage. That's going to absolutely destroy you. So say I've got twenty five one hour spots a week. Now, in your negotiation with Groupon, can you say that only ten of those can be you know, Groupon deals, or? That's- no, that's for you to manage on your own. You know, that's for you to figure out how you're going to manage the scheduling of those if you need to limit it in that way. Yeah. Um, you can, you know, determine how many of the actual vouchers are sold, though. If, you're, if your deal is a little more expensive than the majority of the massages on the site, less people are going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So if you're concerned about being overrun with these, that's one way to control it. They also have, um, I believe they call it a monthly maximum, and the monthly maximum actually is more of a visibility tool. The higher the, the higher the maximum, the more places on the site you show up, whereas if it's a little bit lower, you may not show up unless someone actually types in massage in the search. So that's another way that you can control it is have a, have a lower um, monthly maximum. Good. But in the... In the scenario that you give, if someone's been successful networking with, you know, trainers or other medical providers, then I would encourage them to go ahead and, you know, get some kind of Groupon deal going because you never know who's going to show up. And when you treat people right and you do a good job, you'd be surprised how many of them want to come back and and see you on a regular basis. But um, also, I mean, as I said, I think you should do other marketing as well. I don't think it's wise just to do the Groupon and then, you know, assume that's going to take care of everything. I, I think um, there have to be different techniques that you're using. But like I said, what I like about it is it's kind of passive. Once it's set up, it kind of does the work for you, brings in people who never would have heard about you otherwise, most likely. And by offering something a little higher priced, easier to convert them to whatever your normal fee is because in your scenario you've been practicing for some time you're probably not you know you probably have you know a higher fee and I agree with you the the bigger the distance between the discounted price and the regular fee the harder it is to get people to return definitely mm-hmm. but you know if the groupon itself costs more then that leap isn't as much you won't sell as many groupons but the conversion of those people uh, is a bit easier. And I always recommend offering two options. 
um, a single session and a like a session a package of three because the people who buy more than one are so much more likely to continue because they've been in three times they're getting results and they're kind of making it a habit. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So yeah. So you do have some control, and I think I think that's I think that's important. I said I, the people that that I've sort of spoken to and and the the therapists I know who have had so-called bad experiences in this this area were the first to admit that they weren't great negotiators and they they probably didn't negotiate a good a good deal for them and as a result of that they ended up in a mess and uh, in, in fact one person actually closed their closed their clinic and I'm not saying that's 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 you know Groupon or Scoupon's fault but saying that if you if you don't set things up properly if you if you sort of just go rushing in blind like a, a knee-jerk reaction oh, I need to get more clients I, right I need to do this then you can end up like in any in any business now you've now you've got to have a strategy and you've got to be able to have a clear understanding of what you you can afford how much time you can spend uh, how much money you need to make before you go in and and, and negotiate and then obviously have have some sort of strategy in place to get people to return so that you're not just running people through you no know, like just 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 you know clients through a tap so there's coming in through group group on and going out the door out the door out the door that you're going to have some sort of retention policy definitely <clears throat> and i'm not sure how well it's communicated um by Groupon, but those monthly limits can be adjusted at any time without, you know, signing a new contract. So if you find that you're getting more people in than you can handle or are wanting to see, like you were saying, you know, maybe you only want to see 10 a week, then you would, you know, contact your rep and ask them to lower that monthly maximum. So it's going to slow things down for you. If you find that you're not seeing enough people and you want to see more, you contact them and let them know that you want to bump that maximum up so you can start selling more vouchers. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. Is there anything that we haven't covered that, that you feel you know, that's important to share? Yes, and I actually think it's the most important piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really the mindset about running a deal like this. If your focus is on the low amount that you're being paid per session, I don't think it's going to work for you. The big picture really needs to be your focus about building a practice of clients who are getting results from you, who, um, you know, certainly just needed a little to kind of lower that risk bar to give you a try. Um, but also, um, oh, how am I trying to say this exactly? That really, at least in my mind, what it is, is rather than, you know, being, you know, oh, I'm only making $20 for this massage. Actually, what happened was, is you made an agreement with Groupon to trade massive, massive, massive advertising for your practice for a highly discounted service. So, like I said, it's, it's a mindset shift. But if you're, if you're focused on each individual discounted service rather than the big picture and what you're 
actual goal of the campaign is, um, I think you're going to struggle to be successful with it. Mm. Yeah, no, but I'm, look, I'm, I'm with you there. Mindset is where you, where you start in anything. And the other thing to look at is I know a lot of people who throw a lot of money into Facebook ads or other, other advertising and don't get anything in return. And you think you know, if you spend $20 on a Facebook ad and it doesn't work for you because these, these, all these things work if you know what you're doing, but once again, lots, lots of people, because it's so easy to place a Facebook ad, they go out and, and it's not targeted right and the message is not right and everything else, and, and, they, and they throw a lot of money at, at, at these advertising campaigns or they spend a lot of money on flyers. Like if, you, if you're going to do a flyer drop and, and you're going to have a few thousand flyers printed and, and, and dropped around town, that's, that's, that's the sort of money and you, and, and you might get 1% or 2% to come, to come in to see you, whereas... At least, I suppose, this way, instead of spending 20 bucks on, on, on Facebook with the hope that you might get a, you know, some people coming in to see you, at least with, you know, with, with the Groupon deal, you're actually getting somebody on your table and getting paid the $20, the $20 with the opportunity now that you've given them the experience. They know what you do. They know how it feels. They know your style. They know what sort of benefit you're going to get and hopefully they're going to turn into a client or if it doesn't sort of work for them, they may, they may know somebody who may benefit from your treatment. So there's, there's always this, no, there's, there's pros and cons, pros and cons everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's for everyone. If you cannot get past the mindset piece, I don't think it will work. Yeah. I don't care what your strategy is. You see, it wouldn't work for me and it's not a matter of mindset. It's just that my, deal with the, you know, with the clinic where I work out of is, is they take a percentage of what I earn, right? Right. So <clears throat> they're not going to be very happy if all of a sudden I go from charging $100 an hour to charging $20, no, $20 an hour. So those sort of, those sort of situations, it's, it's not a viable option for me, for my situation. So everything, like there's things to consider and, and everything else. Uh, Kath, we're running out of time. Is there, <clears throat> how can people contact you? Uh, people can uh, check out my blog. Um, it's cathcox.com, C-A-T-H-C-O-X.com. They can also um, follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash bookedandbusy. And my email address is cath, C-A-T-H, at bookedandbusy.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thank you for your time today. Like you clarified a lot of things. I've I've obviously learned a lot too because saying that that this is one area of the business that um, I've steered clear from. Because basically, once again, it, it was never an option for me because of the way that my the way that I negotiated my room. Like I, I negotiated my room at at an amazing uh, rate. So you know, like there's there's ups and downs everywhere. But it's 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 encouraging to know that. There is some level of control that you can negotiate things to 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 sort of tailor to your business and your availability, and that uh, it works as long as once again you you have these systems in place to to get people to rebook and come back and and you use it as a as a business building exercise. Absolutely. Okay, Kath, thank you very much for your time. It's been great speaking with you and um, 
Yeah, I encourage people to to check out your blog and contact you if they've got any questions about getting successful using Groupon and other coupon-type services. Tim, thanks so much, and wishing you the best in your new endeavor. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, could you do me a big favor? Could you jump over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast? Your reviews help to get the show in front of more therapists, and that's a good thing. If you leave a five-star review, please send me an email telling me what country you're from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. If you have any questions, please send them to tim at wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com and make sure to check out all the tools, courses, and resources over at wellnessbusinessbreakthrough.com. Keep an eye out for the next episode. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen, and until next time, take care.